0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with Dave Carroll of Dope Marketing, uh, the proprietor of Dope 360, which is direct mail uh, marketing software. This guy uh, is a direct mail guru and he's going to share some awesome information about not only how direct mail is not dead, how we are doing it wrong and that is what this is about is bringing in modern technology with really something that's been around for so long and you know bridging those two things together so this was an awesome episode hope you get some insight on this and it starts right now contractors all over the world are wanting more more time more freedom more impact the way we do this is through implementing systems processes standards welcome to the contractor secrets podcast here we hit business strategy coaching mindset motivation the tools you need for success so strap in listen up and get ready to grow on the contractor secrets Podcast. so let's kick it off i'm gonna do a quick intro here uh because i will be putting this on my podcast so i'm going to do a little intro, introduce my good friend Dave here. So, welcome everyone. Uh, I am here with uh, Dave Carroll of Dope Marketing. You've probably seen him. If not, you, you probably will uh, in some of his ads. They're really neat, uh, creative ads to uh, get you excited about a very boring topic that once was, but now is not, uh, which is direct mail marketing. And I've known Dave for a while. Um, we've kind of uh, just known of each other. That's usually how it works. And then boom, collided and uh, made some cool stuff happen. Uh, Two guys that are passionate about software and the home service industry. So what we're sharing with you today, just give you a brief, is uh, how you're going to use direct mail in your business. And not only just how you're going to use direct mail, but some of the fallacies of direct mail, some of the things that you, you know, misinterpretations of what to expect out of direct mail Um, you know, and I mean, Dave is the expert. I'm going to shut up because I want to learn too. Um, and I'm going to let Dave give us, give us a brief intro and then, uh, man, you know, let's, let's do, let's do a little educational session on number one. What is direct mail? Number two, what the heck do you do? And number three, um, why would anyone in this, in this webinar here care, uh, about, about, about that stuff?
1: So and what I want to do too is we can open it up whether we want to stop and do Q and A or any of it. But when we do yeah, live like this, I'm live- bringing I'm- in some questions. I got Interact some questions. As so yeah, yeah. I don't know if I raise their hand in here or whatever. So first off, Tanner, thank you for the uh, the humbling introduction. It is great when like we <laughs> so, like so you get to meet people on the internet, right? And in this world, I saw the meme the other day around like you know when you're young and you're like don't let strangers pick you up, and now it's like we call Ubers to have strangers pick us up and right, try right. places and the whole, just that whole concept. And so meeting people on the internet has always been fascinating for me. I started my entrepreneurial journey about 12 years ago. I opened a window cleaning company. Um, that wasn't the plan. It wasn't my destiny. I did not grow up younger imagining that I would flip a squeegee for a living. And I started my home service business and I learned pretty quickly that it was just like, there was a lot of that that i wasn't very good at i was good at the marketing i was good at the sales but like i was never really a technician or wasn't really good at like that focused disciplined skill set type of stuff running the day to day of a business is not necessarily my strength i'm good at the managing and the operations of it but day to day that's not really my shit and so oh. my home service business that i own i've had for 12 years um we do over seven figures i have been completely phased out of it for three years. And three years prior to that, I was pretty phased out, but I'm saying now, like, I don't know the jobs that go. I don't know the names of my employees. I don't do our marketing and I'm a marketing, I don't like literally nothing that thing just runs. And it's a relatively successful company. And what I learned a lot in my journey was, um, I remember 10, 12 years ago, I wanted to get off the truck, only do estimates. I didn't want to be involved in the the labor part of it because I just, I wasn't very good at it, but also like I saw the potential to scale. And so what I started doing about 10 years ago, we were sending upwards of 50 to a hundred thousand pieces of EDDM of every door direct mail. We were doing that every day. And I had banquet tables in our shops and we're ordering boxes of the postcards and filling out the facing slips and putting them in the truck and driving around for three days, to the different post offices and arguing with Karen, the postwoman, that we didn't fill our paperwork out. Right. Like they should have hired me as a consultant. I got so good with delivering this stuff to the post office. And I learned a lot. It was like, it was hard. The return on investment wasn't necessarily there, but I was really intent on getting our brand out. Hitting that seven figure mark was really, really important to me. And I probably tried to expedite that a little too quickly. As I look back on that business. But one thing that I learned a lot about in that journey was direct mail and data. So, like the targeting of people, but then also how to do some of that with direct mail. So, Tanner, you went to Harvard also, right? Me and you, both Harvard alums. I think, you know, the Harvard Harvard School of Hard Knocks. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's when you know it was a real one. The <laughs> School of Hard Knocks is their education on Facebook. So, what, what I learned was Harvard did a study, 7 to 11 touches to get a cold consumer, someone who's never seen your brand. It takes 7 to 11 touches to get people to remember your brand. And those touches have value. Seeing your truck, clicking on an AdWords thing and, or a Facebook ad and seeing your website, getting a door hanger, seeing one of your guys at the gas station with your company logo or apparel on Right. Establish trust with a customer, you get into the world of cliches. People buy from who they know, like, and trust. And if you're applying a cross channel marketing strategy in your business, which everyone watching this live, replay, listening, whatever, you're doing cross channel marketing, whether you know it or not, right now, because you're probably running a version of a Facebook post or a Facebook ad for your business. You have a vehicle, whether it's a magnet or lettered or whatever, you have some type of, it could even just be a safety shirt, but like a uniform, a safety shirt or something. You probably have some version of a website to a $10,000 site all the way to a $100 site that you built yourself on Wix. But customers are being exposed to your brand in more than one way when they start looking at you and researching you. And so when you look at consumers and behavior, Fair to say to a lot of people that are watching this, Tanner, we care about homeowners, right? I know that some people do like apartment turnovers or cleanouts and shit like that, but like we care about homeowners, right? That's who we're trying to service. So I, before I talk a lot about mail, I want to talk about like buyer psychology. Why are we doing cross-channel marketing? Why does direct mail matter? Let me
0: stop you because I want to really hit on cross-channel marketing, because I think the misconception is, is that, you know, how with, when we sign up to do marketing, it's like, okay, well, we're going to focus on Facebook, right? And we're going to market to people on Facebook, right? You hire somebody that just focuses on Facebook or you go to Google and say, you know what? I'm committed to just working with Google, right? I'm only going to do Google. Now, what I love about direct mail marketing is it brings it all together. Now, the old way of direct mail marketing, or at least my misconception was you hire a company to create a bunch of postcards and you give them some area codes and they just shotgun it out to all of these places. And this, again, this is ED. EDDM every door direct mail right is that is that the correct terminology i'm right. yeah. like list you can do it I'm that learning. anyway yeah. okay. i didn't know what that stood for until about 3 weeks ago okay yeah. so I'll be honest with you okay yeah. so and 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 you know the the thing about it is is that this direct mail strategy that we're going to share with you at the end of this training here okay yeah. so hang tight cuz you're going to we're bringing this all together yeah. but this brings together what you're doing on the internet That is why I am putting this out here like this. This is why I'm so passionate about it because you have marketers that are trying to to deliver you business. So if you're a marketer and you're watching this and you're in my circle, you are going to love this for your clients. If you are someone that's paying a marketer to generate business for you on Facebook and Google... You are gonna love this, and you are gonna want to invite your marketer to watch this because this this is connecting everything together. Okay, I'm gonna go back and let you go, Dave. But I just want you to get excited about this. If you spent one dollar on Facebook or one dollar on Google, you know, direct mail marketing doesn't compete with anything uh, any of these. It supplements those, and that's what we're gonna
1: share with you today. Take it away, Dave. So thank you. Pull my chain with that shit. I get going a little bit. <laughs> where, where I want to make sure we all understand is like what Tanner just said, whether it's EDDM, sending to a list, hey, here are these zip codes, send to homeowners. Or The thing that I love so much about direct mail is that we're solving a problem that hasn't gotten a lot of attention from a lot of smart people in a very long time. Like I was born in 1985 and what really sucks about direct mail is that if you called nine out of 10 direct mail companies, the ones you've heard of online, all that shit, they're going to give you a strategy that is from November 10th, 1985, which is my birthday. Like that should, that you should not, the print space is ran by a bunch of 70 year old fat people that suck at golf, whose kids don't want to work for them. They're <laughs> not figuring out technology and automation and all these things. And when we had our aha moment of dope. It's when we realize that those printers are computers and they can talk to each other. And so when we go into this direct mail strategy, I was talking about like neighborhoods. What you want to recognize, this version of cross-channel marketing that you're already doing in your business can, can take it to the next level. If you look at your customer list, you go into Drip Jobs or any other program you're using and you download your customer list from last year. You take it, you highlight the whole list. You sort it by zip code. You take your top three zip codes. That's where 60% of your marketing budget should be spent. If you want to grow next year, it's where you're already doing something. So we, for us, the dope, the data on previous engagement, you're doing good things in your business right now. And that data tells a story. And So when you go to the direct mail strategy, it's not getting a bunch of zip codes, shotgunning out. We call it spraying and praying. I'm going to spray mail. It doesn't work in call of
0: duty. It's not going to work here. Anywhere
1: especially not in Call of Duty, (laughs) anywhere. The idea is you spray mail or Call of Duty bullets everywhere and you pray to God, baby Jesus, the great pumpkin, Buddha, whoever your higher power is that you're going to get enough return on that mail. And that's just wrong. That's not how it works anymore. There are some proven direct mail strategies in the home service space that work very much with what you're already doing in your business. This is why we were so excited to connect with Drip Jobs because Tanner and his team, they already got this shit figured out. Your account comes <laughs> with the phases. Sure. We just take postcards and put them behind every one of those phases. So right. Tanner, what do you want to dive into first? I want to get a little. Yeah, I want
0: to I want to start bringing in something tangible here. We gave you guys a story. um, And of course, you guys are always welcome to leave questions as we go through this. I'm going to try to cherry pick the questions. Dave's going to answer them. But um, what I'm really excited about and and one thing that you mentioned to me and I'm going to begin sharing my screen here and we're going to start giving. you know, we're going to start playing ping pong back and forth about this but in drip jobs um we do have metrics that we're displaying based off a of zip code so that's the first thing that i want to show you so some of you guys who are watching are drip jobs users some of you are not um
2: i'm sorry probably to sure. hear
0: that and <laughs> no, i'm kidding probably, probably. Uh, so so what you're looking at here is actually we have our zip codes being tracked so we can actually see um our most popular zip codes on a day week month year basis. So if you're not looking at this, you're really missing out. So we have zip codes here that we're just displaying um, to just show you like, hey, these these are these are the zip codes that are killing it for us. These ones down here, I'm not going to waste a dollar on. I mean, chances are I probably don't want, even want to work there. Um, but but what I want you guys to know is that you know data is important, but data backed with automation and backed with taking something that's intangible and putting tangibility on it. Um, that's, that's interesting. Now, again, I'm going to give you my perspective here because I try to be fair in terms of my perspective as a consumer and as a producer. And I, it's always good as a, as a good marketer to have the consumer perspective. So if I go on Facebook, and maybe you guys are running Facebook ads, and I go on Facebook and boom, I'm surprised with uh, a really nice before and after picture. And it just was so exciting, I just had to inquire. Now, first of all, you guys got to understand his uh, Dave's point on seven to 10 touch points is so valuable, especially for warming up a customer. Okay. So let's start there. Warming up a customer. Customer goes in, they click that send message button. Your Facebook marketer, whoever it is, did a really good job of getting their attention. They fill out the form. You go to call them or you send them an automated text or email. And guess what happens? They don't respond. There's nobody here that runs Facebook ads that has not experienced that. Okay. It's just the nature of people who were excited and then didn't want to commit because of all of the thoughts that happened. You know, are they going to take advantage of me? I didn't budget for this. It's the holiday. What am I doing? I could buy my family a vacation instead of spending money on getting my cabinets painted or getting the exterior painted, or we could put it off until next year or all of these, just all this head trash that a consumer goes through that we all go through. We do it with everything that we buy. And it's just a matter of number one priority. And of course the offer. And then of course, trust, right? So Dave's trying to say here is that these touch points again what we're getting at is is that we can automate this in a way that's going to allow us to not only create a really positive experience but capitalize on previous engagement right so that was a previous engagement the customer went in they went to the facebook messenger they filled out the form but guess what that lead fell off but the cool thing about this is is that when we get into dope marketing we can target that with a letter or a postcard that has something to do with what we just experienced. So I'm going to share with you guys. Dave's team is phenomenal. And I want to show you guys uh, what they put together for us. So we're going to go into this cold lead file. And this is crazy. I mean, this is just crazy, dude, what you guys have built here. So imagine you're a customer that just went on Facebook three days ago, saw an exterior transformation, got excited about it, filled out the form, never responded to me. Yes, you're getting text drips. Yes, you're getting email drips. And then boom, you go to your mailbox looking for a Christmas card and premium painting pops up in a postcard with a call to action relating directly to where you are in the buying process. Now, some might see this as creepy. Others might see this as incredibly efficient. I see it as 100% necessary because phone is getting completely oversaturated. Your calls are going to spam. Text messaging is good. But again, I mean, if they haven't responded to a few text messages, they've kind of written you off. Emails are good. But again, you know, they have the ability to ignore you here. But seeing a postcard, making it tangible, you've just taken something from the world of intangibility to a tangible asset right in front of them. For yep. them to say this is this, you know, this is an increase, this is an opportunity. So, Dave, what
1: do you have on this? The big thing is that when you look at let's go to the direct mail strategy side of this. So, what people fail to realize is that direct mail is an intricate part of every single call it a, a funnel, a campaign, a drip, or whatever you want to call it the average companies provide an average experience. And we've all gone through like an average buyer journey, whether we bought a product or service for our home, something on Instagram, whatever, where you're like, nah, that was cool. Nothing special. I didn't really remember. You've gone through a great experience though, where you like fill out a form, get something custom, you're guided along the way, you get the product, the experience is even better than you imagine. And you leave that, that you leave that, that purchasing decision. You're just like, man, can I do that again? That felt great. And where people fail to realize with the world of automations, texts and emails and smoke signals and carrier pigeons and all this stuff, it's like people digest content. That's what I like to compare it to. When you're digesting content, Tanner likes to read the book. Dave likes to listen to the audio. Eric likes to watch the video. Someone might respond to the text. Someone else might respond to the email. Someone else might like to feel the postcard. But imagine if you have all three, they all look the same. They feel the same. They go in the same way, the same direction, the same branding. It's like you're creating that trust. People buy from who they know, like, and trust. And so when you go to that amount of touches that go to the equation, how many times you have to touch someone to get them to trust you? And especially when they opted in, they say, Hey, I wanted a lead, but then I got busy it's the holidays. I'm running around with my kids. I got to go Christmas shopping. I'm doing my thing, like whatever. And you put them into this journey that's creating an experience. That's where your business gets powerful. And then the only difference between you who just started two or three years ago and your competitor that has been in town for 20, 30 years is like if you can take and dial in on that one zip code and focus your marketing dollars on creating that experience in that one zip code, You create a system for your business that becomes wash, rinse, and repeat because as you continue to move around the map in your service area, you're applying a system. What's the biggest part of business? It's having shit happen while you're sleeping without lifting a finger. Like as business owners, we're, we're hiring, we're training, we're buying equipment, we're running invoices, we're getting stuff fixed, wearing our firefighter helmet. And it's like, what if your customer was having an above average experience that was completely automated? That's what's important because now you know that when you show up to that job to paint that house, wash that siding, put that yep. roof on, whatever it is, you're going to do a good job. It's why you open your business. I
0: want to, I want to hit on this too, because I think people think that direct mail is just for marketing and I, that can't be further from the no. truth. No,
1: these are little billboards. These are yeah. tiny yep. little billboards yep. That's it. in your mailbox. That's and- right. But-
0: Again, I'm going back to what your team did. First of all, I don't want you guys get to get too caught up on the design. Dave's team is super talented. I think people get too caught up on what it looks like. I mean, what I gave Dave versus what they gave me. I mean, I'll never design anything again because it was that good. Um, But I just want you guys to know that like this isn't just about marketing. I had a good question come in. I want to address this first. Do you have customer address in your lead form? I only have city in my lead form. I get the address after we speak on the phone. So. Here's the deal. Look at your results. Are you happy with the results you're getting from people that don't want to give you their address? Like, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, you we have this misconception that volume and quantity is better than quality. For me, I mean, get the whole address, change it up, right? Get some, get, change your lead form. To the whole address and just see what happens because you're just going to filter out those that aren't that interested, right? Unless you're offering a virtual quote. But we're in the home service business. There's no way we can give a quote in most cases without without the address. People are that's normal. I'm not ordering, you know, I don't know, a digital product like a course, they don't need my address. But if I'm if I want a quote for my house, hello, house is the product, need to get an address for that. So I'm I'm back and forth on that. If I get leads from Angie Leads they give me the address, that's guaranteed. That's what I'm paying for. The quality of the lead is higher in most cases, right? So for me, that's gonna work. So I would talk to your marketer. I would maybe say, hey, you know what? For this month, I wanna change my lead form to get me the address. And with drip jobs, you can sync uh, in Zapier and we have uh, we have categories for the entire address if you're wanting to try this, okay? Now, I wanna talk about what I was gonna say about how it's not just marketing. Now, those of you who understand the way drip jobs works, I'm just going to show you our sales pipeline because we have stages for every single, uh, obviously every single stage in the buying process. You know, we have cold leads we have the warm leads, we have people that have requested estimates, estimates that are on the schedule. So ideally what, what would be something that we would want to send somebody who gets their estimates scheduled? Well, we have a few things that we can send to them. We can send a picture of our family and saying, Hey, we're excited. Or, uh, you know, we could say something along the lines of this is what to expect. Right. So we can create tangible notifications in their inbox at home, preparing for them, uh, preparing them for what's to come. But, but, you know, I just want you to know that direct mail marketing isn't just for marketing. It's also for building trust, branding, you know, creating a different experience. And that's what this is about. Last point on this. I didn't talk too much about the blast feature, which is the biggest part of this entire thing. And I want to get into this because, you know, you know, Dave, this is, this is the, this is the bread and butter here. Can you talk a little bit about Neighbors, can you talk a little bit about what we yeah. can expect in terms of marketing to neighbors of customers that we've worked for? Because I think that's the breadwinner here. This is why we came. How, how can we automate that? And what if what have you seen from, from top down? You know, and what people can expect.
1: Yeah. So when I was when I was starting off, what I was getting into was like the the idea is. The neighbors of your current jobs are the most important people that you're probably underservicing in your business right now. Because when Tanner and Dave live next door to each other, you know a couple things. You know, they both own a home. You know they're probably like the demographics when you buy a house. You know the average age of the neighborhood, if people have kids or not, you know how big the houses are. They're all probably like you got a shack next to a $10 million dollar house or something like that. But more important than anything, the houses are around the same square footage. They were built around the same year with the same materials. And what that means is when a neighbor is going to get their house painted for whatever reason, it's oxidation. It's their, their paint is fading. They're doing what whatever the reason is. They just moved or people are, are leaving the neighborhood, whatever the case. It's the same thing with siding cleaning. It's the same thing with roofing. It's the same thing with every industry. Home service, and this comes from a data guy. When people overthink their avatar, it's this person and they're 34 to 56 years old. And then they uh, they have brown eyes and they have seven kids and they drive a Toyota and their grass is this long. It's like, it's the same thing with these forms. People have heard something with marketing and they tend to overthink it a little bit. It's like, what you care about with targeting is the value of a home. And when I know I just worked at a home, it's very likely that the people in those neighborhoods have a home of the same value of around the same size of the same materials built. And so what we can do with dope and the drip jobs integration, when you mark someone or change a status, let's say you change the status to job approved, Mm -hmm. 25 neighbors get a postcard. Hey, we're just about to start. Your your neighbor just got their house painting approved. We're going to be in the neighborhood, be on the lookout, mark that job scheduled. Hey, pardon the dust. Pardon the noise. We're going to be in the area working. Mark the job completed. 50 neighbors get a postcard. Check out the job we did down the street. Mark the job paid. One person gets a handwritten card. The homeowner, thank you for your business. Dave's painting lives off reviews. Scan this QR code. The ability to automate direct mail to the neighbors based off a job status is probably our most powerful functionality on all the bells and whistles. This is is why you
0: guys showed up today. So I want to cover this because I first want you guys to have that consumer mentality. The second thing you need to do is be a marketer, right? You need to be ahead. Being a marketer isn't about being good at generating business. It's about staying ahead of trends and capturing attention before the masses get a hold of it, right? So in other words, the best marketers were the ones who realized, hey, Google's a really good place to start focusing for our local listing, right? Like we're going to put all of our money on Google before everyone decided to put all their money on Google. And then those of you who are on Facebook, you know, three years ago, boosting your posts and realizing that you can generate leads there. At that point, you were a great marketer. What's going to make you a great marketer is how well you adjust to the way people buy and how how often you separate yourself because eventually these channels get saturated so that's why we're so excited about this is because you have you have a strategic advantage here if you really use these two tools in unison and i want you to think of your customer they're driving home from work it's four o'clock right you know they drive by or maybe they come home from lunch let's start there they come home for lunch and they see their neighbor's house maybe five or six houses up Getting painted. And, you know, they say, Oh, that's cool. And they see some painters outside, right? And they see your truck, you know, with your branding. And, you know, part of them is like, You know, I should get my house painted. That's cool. All right. Well, they come home at four or five o'clock and your truck is gone, but they see the yard sign. So they see the branding there. That's neat. And, you know, just wanting to get home, got to get the kids taken care of, got to get dinner done. Who's stopping at the yard sign, taking a picture and making a phone call there? Really, no one. I mean, if you've done yard signs, chances are you're not like ecstatic about your results. They're good, but they're not just like, holy cow, like our yard signs are killing it. And again, that's simply because times have changed. People are a little less, a ap- little more apprehensive to just walk up to a job site. You know, how many of us live in a neighborhood and have only met the people next to us, right? I mean, this is just the world we live in. I mean, going up to different houses is just not as common as it used to be. So, we're not just going to be weird and go outside of someone's house we've never met and taken a picture, but part of us wants the service done. And we have seen this company in our neighborhood and we can actually see the job they did. Most of us work outside. So, we're creating trust, but we're not making it easy for people to buy from us. And maybe a day goes by and they say, Man, you know, I should have called that company. You know, now I got to do my own research because I know my house needs to get painted. And for us as contractors, we're seeing these houses around the jobs that we're doing saying they could use a paint job, they could use a paint job, they could paint, use a paint job. And maybe we've even tried to incentivize some of our team members to go knock on those doors. Or maybe you're going out and knocking on Put the a doors door. Hanger right yeah. there. Yeah, doing, right a, doing a door hanger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then part of us just doesn't do it because we know we don't want to bother people. Right. Or maybe if you're aggressive, you're doing it. But there'd be nothing better than at least them having your information on their countertop in their house. And I think we all want that. I'm going to be honest and say that I'm doing about 300 houses a year. And what I've set up here in Dope Marketing, and again, this is part of just sharing, you know, because this is such an exciting automation, is that whenever we complete a job in Drip Jobs, we've set it up to where 50 postcards get sent automatically to the nearest 50 houses of the customer that we just worked on. And that postcard, I'm going to show you what that looks like. Um, I'm going to go to my automations here. I'm going to go here and you can see it here and it says, just paint it. Okay. So again, that big, you know, hook that you're seeing on this postcard is relative. In other words, my goal is to capture the attention of the people driving home, the people that have seen our truck coming and going from that neighborhood that have maybe seen the yard sign or maybe had that thought of, man, I would love to get a quote on getting my house painted. And not only do we have a relative hook here, we have a really good call to action and an offer for that customer. So every good marketing, and Dave could agree, you have a hook, you have kind of a story and an offer tied to it. His team will help you do that. But here's the beauty of it. It's automated. Those of you that are using drip jobs, you know that automation is a good feeling. When I move that customer to Project Complete, boom, I know 50 postcards are being shotgunned to the customer I just worked on.
1: Um, this is powerful stuff, Dave. It just makes so much sense. And it goes to where like, <clears throat> when you guys, if you would have told me three years ago, I don't a print shop, I'd tell you you're crazy. That wasn't the plan. We wrote the software and we we're going to use fulfillment partners. Then all the print companies told us this wasn't possible. We got... 20,000 to 50,000 postcards a day coming out of the print shop right behind me that we own from these automations of stacking up fives, tens, 25s, 50s, hundreds. This is what's working for companies. It's no longer this shotgun approach of sending out a bunch of mail and doing whatever and praying that it works staying in front of the right customers you're already doing. So another Tanner and automation that I love that you guys had us put together was when it goes into that status of estimate given, but not approved. You can set a status where a postcard goes out every four days until you change the status of that job. And then it goes into the other sequence. And whether you have like leading up to a customer experience. So when you mark a job, you send an estimate and the estimate gets approved. Right when that estimate gets approved to the homeowner, a postcard goes out, and it's here's what to expect. Our crew will have on booties. We take the windows, we do the things, what we ask. You lock up the pets and the kids, hopefully not in the same room, and da 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 whatever. I always compare it. I heard this podcast once and I compare it to Mario. So you got regular Mario, right? He's little, he can jump around, he can kind of do some shit, but nothing too special. Then you have Fireball Mario, who has the flower, and he's like doing backflips, kicking Bowser's ass. He's dating the princess. He's doing all this amazing shit. And you think about that customer journey. That's what I was getting into where it's like, you can provide an average customer journey. And I will admit I have businesses that I own. I consult that. I'm a part of all of it where the customer journey is average. What if you focused more attention during your day? 1440 is the most important number you should know in the world because how many minutes you have in the day. So if you're 1440 minutes during the day, what if you just spent more minutes creating a better customer journey? And what if with your integration with drip jobs, it was already preset for all of these statuses. You just had postcards that went out to the homeowner or the neighbor based off that status with the right offer, the right urgency, the right tracking. Every And there's no sure. minimum order. I mean, on it's, yeah, it,
0: that's, that's the cool thing. You know, it, it's, it's, Set it and forget it, and that's how a lot of these accessory software should be to your central software, right? And I think that you know what I'm trying to do here, and this is my, this is this is the purpose of this is number one, is to raise awareness about what you can do with direct mail and how it could be valuable. I'm doing 300 houses a year. That's 15,000 postcards getting sent in one year's time to people that have seen my brand. Now, whether they buy or not. My postcards are going to be in their house. So again, the compound effect is going to kick in. You can't go into this thinking that you're just going to get business right away. Let's make sure we set those expectations early. But what you are going to do is you're going to have a physical representation of your brand in someone's house. And ultimately, when that time comes, chances are you're going to be the first phone call. So I always tell people this, it's better to do something than to not to do something. And I think that this has no downside other than if you believe that you know costs, you know if you're thinking costs instead of investment. And I think if you are omnipresent in business, you're on Facebook and you're marketing, you're on Google and you're marketing and you're doing direct mail marketing too, I mean, ultimately you're putting yourself in a very, very powerful, position as a business owner. Here's the deal. Those of you that are watching this now, like we just created this automation like two weeks ago. Yeah, It was on a whim. I mean, it was, it was on a complete whim, but I'm like, we have to do this. I stopped everything to get it done. If you're on the fence about this, like you need to reach out to Dave, set up an account with him. If you're not with drip jobs, you need to get a drip jobs account because right now you're going to get all of our focus to help you get this set up. Because ultimately when people start getting the hang of this thing, You know, it's going to really take off. It's obvious. That's why so many of you are here because this is a topic that is interesting because your Facebook ads aren't working the way that you want them to. In some cases, your Google ads, of course, you know, it's oversaturated and it's like, wait a minute, here's this little niche here that not many people are focusing on or they've written off. Maybe they've tried it once and it hasn't worked, but hey, these two guys have created a way to make it at least more targeted. You're literally, we talk about target audience, right? Like you've heard that. There's no better target audience than the 50 people that you've just drove by for the last week. Okay. And again, and I love this. I just want to show you guys this. We've got customers here. These are the 50 customers. They found a way to get first name, last name. And, and you can go on here. You can Google these addresses. They're right next door to the people that you've worked for. All of these people whom I don't know who I will learn to know at some point or another Will receive my postcard. And it's actually funny, Dave. I didn't tell you this. I had a customer who actually had us do an estimate next door. And I love this because I had to just spot check the data, of course, you know, just see what's going on. And I knew her name because she had us do an estimate when we were working. And lo and behold, her name was on the list. This is good data. They do a great job. You really need to look at this from the perspective of I have two options. I'm either going to Continue to do what I'm doing or I'm going to really hit the ground running. Peter,
1: let's show them the Blitz stuff just so they can kind of yeah. see when they get in their account because drip job users get a $500 credit on here. So what I want to do is I always pull up a house that I grew up on. So go to the top, go create new Blitz. And then what I want you to do is go to the uh, do 1822 Highland Parkway. Yep, St. Paul right there. Okay. And then what we're going to do is we want to click the nearest, I want to send postcards to the nearest 50 people. So click 50. Watch how easy that is. The nearest 50, single family homes, head of household, no multi-unit, no renter. Pretty powerful, right? Very so good. now, Tanner, what I want you to do is copy and paste that address, double click it and copy it, that 1822 Island Parkway. Copy okay. that. Then go to the top and go to Blitz. So map blitz, you can always use a number on address blitz. Map blitz, what'll happen when Tanner scrolls down is grab the side of that pin and start dragging that side of that pin. That right circle. Here. Yep. That's the other side. Yep. The, the outside pin. Now this drag one? that. Now you can drag a circle and only hit people within that. Now, Tanner, zoom out and hit create custom shape. I don't know. Zoom out and then create yep, custom shape. Button. Now just yep. start clacking to the left and draw like a, draw a square. Four clicks, draw a square. Yep, just click on the map. Boom, 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 boom.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So now yeah, I, can I can do like
1: focused and I can do un- I'm making a really
0: weird shape here, but I get the idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever that loves that. I gotta but,
0: make it, I gotta make a square.
1: There you go. So we're dragging the shape. We're going around, just refresh the page there. It loves when you're clicking like that. So the idea is, You can draw a shape and get into private neighborhoods, gated communities, waterfront properties, anything like that. Pop that 1822 Highland Parkway back in because I want to show them the last thing is the, uh, the filter tool. So click a hundred and we're going to do the nearest hundred homes. And then you're going to go to see where it says more filters there in purple. Yep. Click that. So now let's say I only want to hit people with a house That's over $500,000. So click home value, that third one down, and I wanna, and then uh, delete the one or click on the one there. Yep, and and do 500,000. Boom. And now click the next one, which is square footage, and then do over 4,000 square feet. Nope, other one. Yep, on the one, 4,000. And now hit apply filters. Now what's gonna happen is from that address, it's gonna grab the nearest hundred homes that are over $500,000 and over wow. 4,000 square feet. So now there's two things you can do here. You can set up a mailing where once a week, those people are going to get a postcard every single week, or you can just use this for data profiling. You want to see the That's neighborhood wild. where the ballers are. You can kind of look at this. So scroll down, go to the next step, uh, scroll down, and then hit next. There you go. Continue, hit continue. Now what'll happen, this is how easy it is to schedule mail. Cl- Tanner, click on the 21st because you already have postcards loaded in your account. Click on the 21st. So on the 21st, you want to click that postcard. Now click add to blitz. Yep, boom. Now click on the 28th and you want to send that same list of people you just profiled the next postcard. So now even with your drip jobs, you can set up the automations around your statuses, but if you just want to get on dope and go profile the million dollar houses, the ballers, the high square footage the people that have lived in their house for more than five years, the people that are over a certain age, they make over a certain amount of money, they have a certain amount of kids. Do you guys
0: realize? Like, I don't think you understand. You would have to pay a company so much money—five figures. All I've sold this shit for ten years like, to do this. So you would have some guy that you would contact and say, "Hey, I'd like to get mail to people with house values of over five hundred thousand that are in this area with a waterfront property." Do you know how much money you'd have to pay to coordinate and then that? Of and then automated- you would just, well, you would get no feedback. You know, no. they'd say, not no feedback. You're going to email, hey, your message was sent, right? I mean, okay. So, first of all, signing up, I just want to get this out of the way. Some people are going to drop off here, but
2: yeah, if you yeah.
1: sign up, uh, go to Dope. Dope360.com. Uh, so we sunset that actually this week. It's app.dopemarketing.com or just go to dopemarketing.com on the top, go to login and it'll take you to where you can create your account. There
0: you go. Okay, create your account. You got a free version, you got a page. Just version. Hit us up.
1: Yeah, whatever's easy. You just hit them up. So uh drip jobs users get what do they get? So drip job users get uh we we brought back the hundred free postcards every month. So with your account, our lowest account is two fifty a month. You can get on a free account. The postcards are way more expensive and there's some features that aren't available. But if our, our starter accounts are 250 drip job users automatically get 100 free postcards every month. So that simple automation going through everything, whatever, we cover with your subscription, your first 100 postcards. So we give you $100 every month in credit on your 250 But for drip job users on your first month, if you get your design set up and your drip jobs connected within five days... Which should take you all of five minutes, and my promise we'll harass you about it. We're gonna give you your first month in a postcard credit as well. So you sign oh. up for a 250, you get the hundred bucks, plus another two fifty in postcard credits right away. Our team knows dialed in, and we got all those amazing templates that Tanner had us bang out. I think we got what 15, 20 yeah, of yeah. them in there. How long is design gonna take and how much do you charge for that? So if you're on a free account, design is $99 per design. If you're on a paid account, all of those amazing designs we did for Tanner are free ninety-nine. Right, these designs are good. How much are they? Free. Free. Would you say free, 99? free ninety-nine?
0: ninety-nine. <laughs> designs free. All right. So, and I'm gonna show you guys that again. I mean, those. Yeah, are pop some of those I'm up. Pop these up. I think a lot of us know this guy here. Some of us know him. That's Skyler. Look at this. This is so nice, dude. I mean, you guys are really good at this, bro. But I mean, I, I love
1: this flooring. What if they're a flooring company, says Jason Ramsey. Jason, it's all relative. Look, if you have a CRM, a workflow, and you're doing jobs. He's
0: He's one of our newest users.
1: Yeah, so with Dope, we help. we, We work with. HVAC roofers, painters, solar, window washers. It's all very relative to us. And we have versions of these designs that align with your drip jobs statuses already for your vertical. Portfolio. I mean, look at these,
0: like, like this is appealing artwork. I mean, just here's why you should consider us. And those of you who are using drip jobs right now, you know, first of all, you gotta understand the way what we've built so far is just the project complete automation. We will be branching this out to every stage where you're going to be able to go in and trigger whatever postcard you want to go out in your drips based off of what action you guys get it. That's coming soon. But for right now, we're just blasting out the project complete. Just get our feet wet. But it's important for you to understand that like there's so much opportunity here for you to just be different. And that, again, is what marketing is about. is creating curiosity, building trust, creating curiosity, why you should consider us. Now imagine, three days after somebody goes on Facebook and fills out that form, they get this message here with some written reviews here. I mean, again, with a scan. That's a great
1: question, actually, Tanner. We should go over. So uh, we get asked a lot, how long does it take the postcards to send? They all come from Minnesota. So even Tanner down in Florida, those postcards will get to those homes in four to eight days. We batch the mail six days a week, Monday through Saturday, and take it to the post office. It is delivery from the USPS anywhere in the country in four to eight days.
0: Boom. Look at this. We got some really keep your home in top. I love shares. this one.
1: That's one of my yeah, favorite. One. One.
0: Yeah. Love it. Let's look at some of the other
1: ones before what we are those go. Team cards. Show them the team cards. Did they have like a photo there? Um, yeah. Well, my, there? I had
0: mine on there. Let me see. Estim- once we send an estimate, look at this. Once we send an estimate, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I say that all the time. Like I'm, I just, again, like think of it from the customer's perspective. Like, What the heck I would be I mean, if this were me, I'm a pretty picky customer, like when people come over for an estimate, dude, I mean, the bar is so low. And it's just like, you know, I'd be like babe, to my wife. Can you believe they sent this? I mean, this is like perfect marketing. It's at the right time. That's what good business is, is sending the right message at the right time. We've done this with text and email but bringing in direct mail to this, is just only going to benefit you. Uh, we had some questions on uh, on
1: cost. Let's cover cost. Yeah, well, I can go over that one quick. I saw that. Um, so price per piece on 100 homes, if you're on a $250 account, which is our average account, we have some bigger ones where the cost gets even cheaper. But Let's go to our standard account at 250, which we recommend for most businesses. It's 99 cents per postcard. That covers the design, the data, the setup, the delivery, and the tracking, all of that for 99 cents. And for any of you, maybe you've been in business a while, you got a bigger company, whatever, we do have a 500 and a thousand account we can talk about. You can also go in and buy blocks. So let's say it's the end of the year, you got a little dough set over and your account was like, hey, spend some money now to get it off the books or whatever. We can sell you blocks at 5000 10000 cards and then it's just deducted from your balance as if it was like vendor
2: So I'm going
0: to I'm going to if I if I send 15000 postcards okay obviously we know that that's about 15 grand for the whole year all I got to sell is two chops and I'm break even I, I always look at it like that I mean I spent triple that on angie i mean this is nothing in comparison that's me sending 50 now i know that you know budget friendly people no problem you don't have to send
1: that you don't have, to send, you don't have to send 50 around each house you can, you can send five or 10. yeah exactly like we can work when you even hard. say that it's better to do less i would rather see it's a question we get asked a lot too tanner is i would rather see you instead of sending a hundred postcards once or 50 postcards twice, I'd rather see you send 25 to the same house four times than send 100 cards one time. Man, I love it. I haven't seen some of these. Oh, yeah, bro. These are with your child. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys, look. Tanner, explain to them what you dumped on us. You didn't give us much. You sent us a Google Dude, I gave you nothing. I don't even know how you got
0: half of this stuff. Your design team is, like, legit. I mean, I can't. I'm super impressed. I'm not blowing smoke. It's I don't. Get, to get there. see how good this is. I mean, like they, they got. But how cool would this be? Hey, did you see this van? <laughs> you know, um, you know, in, we'll be working in the area. Like, take a
1: picture of the van in your neighborhood wow. and get a hundred bucks wow. off
0: your job. From my understanding, I think you guys are coming up with an update where they'll be able to actually
1: edit these exact templates. Is that kind of what? Dude, we're so we're Connor, working Connor, our ch- our chief product officer is working on it. It's a January release. We're going to have it to where these are baked in and you can go change your own text. What we found is like a lot of our users get really caught up on the design guys. I'll be honest. It's not that we don't care about your opinion, but we know what works. We don't need like you look, same way you would not bring me on a paint job to estimate a paint and start taping. I'm not the guy. I'm not hiring you to do your own design. We got this covered. Like we know what works, what to position now offers. Some companies might want to get a little bit more aggressive. You have to give people a reason to do something. I'm going to drop a gem here. If none of you have read this book yet, his book is 100 years old. You can download it for free on Google. It's called Scientific Advertising by Clyde B. Hopkins. It was written 100 years ago, and this book is still tried and true today. What it says is direct response advertising has a recipe of three ingredients. You identify your perfect customer, you give them an irresistible offer, and you make it time sensitive. Your perfect customer is a homeowner next door to the the neighbors of the jobs that you just did. The irresistible offer is something to give someone a reason to do something. It's not downgrading your services or cutting your knees off to get a deal or any of that shit. What I like to do with companies Make a list of the jobs you get called for all the time. So like my cleaning company, it's gutter cleaning. We get gutter cleaning calls all the time and we turn those into bigger jobs. So think of what you get asked for the most and then what your most profitable service is. You want to give an offer on the deal you get asked about the most. It might not be your highest margin, but it's your foot in the door. Get three rooms painted for the price of one in whatever. So you want to define that irresistible offer. But the last part, the most important, the time, urgency, or sensitivity, and I wish I knew this 10 years ago, I have monthly offers for my cleaning company because we know our automations and when they're going to start and end. But what I put on every card, call today, this deal ends on Friday. You know why? There's a Friday every week and that card will never expire. <laughs> they hang on to it. They go. They get it. Yep. Perfect customer, irresistible offer urgency and time sensitivity the book this will take you two hours to get through. i've read it with my daughter a couple times she's 10 she probably reads better than a lot of us on this call but you can get through this fast scientific advertising by clyde b hopkins get in that book it'll teach you some shit that's tried and true
0: i love it let's open it up for questions for the last few minutes if anyone watching has some questions now's the time um I hope you guys are. I like are- this
1: one too, Tanner. I didn't even see this one. Dude, I don't
0: know. I mean, I, I'm every one I look at's awesome. I'm gonna keep cycling through these. We'll wait for a couple questions to drop in. Like we got project in progress here. Like excuse the mess. Yep. Look at that. Excuse the mess. We're painting at you. I like that other one. Go
1: to yours though. You're excuse the mess. Yep. Wait, that on. one. That was the next one. Come, yep. We're
0: here. Come look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Don't Don't. Was it? Don't mind our dusts. Look at this and so another combo.
1: another cool thing that we're coming out with in January, I'll kind of lead into as we're as we're looking at this stuff. Um, so everyone's familiar, QR codes came back to life, right? It's no longer ten years ago when they're like on some random vending machine and you're like, I'm not going to download an app to get the Powerade deal or whatever. We know what QR codes now because of COVID, right? Sure. So what you can do is you can create hot lead postcards. Let's say you want to send to a hundred people. We can make it so that each person on the list has an individual QR code. So when the card goes to Tanner's house and he scans it, we know Tanner scanned the postcard because we yeah. you know where it was delivered. And we know that card had a unique QR that code. That hasn't been
0: possible. There. If that guy, Clyde, knew about this, he, wrote Bro. That book, he would he would be like, that's, a, that's rule number four. You know, he would Straight say on. tracking, you know, is, is, is before you would never, you were never really able to track unless you maybe like had
1: a cutout on it. And when you visited a customer, you'd be able to attribute So let's it. talk about that for a minute. Cause it's another thing, again, being a software company, we always have stuff coming out. We have our matchback reports where you can connect your CRM and we can show you, you got this many leads in drip jobs in January. We know what houses we sent postcards to. So you do a matchback in your account and say, this lead status in my company. So you're going to have like approved jobs with a price, right? You can highlight your approved jobs, match it against the cards you've sent mail to over that month or six months or three months or whatever, and get a true matchback report. We're never going to say like, we take all the credit for a lead when a postcard gets sent, but you want to give credit to your getting more jobs in the right neighborhoods that are getting cards. And it's showing that data in your CRM with those matchbacks. Yep. You want to take this question? Uh, will the templates have color customization to begin with, or does that need to be worked out? No. So right now you guys will all have access to all those templates and we can flip it. You just give us All Tanner gave us was his website and we made all of these from his branding. (laughs) I just honestly
0: just gave him my website. Not a picture, not a
1: thing, nothing. We grab all that shit off your site. So the idea is with our builder, Tanner to zoom out like that card where it's orange or where it's blue, purple, whatever, you'll be able to click and just change the colors. Guys, what we've found is like, you can get in and go crazy with the builder. We've been holding off releasing the builder because like, you don't need to go spend a lot of time there. We've made it easy. I promise it'll be just like Canva. You can go in and clack and do and all that stuff. So yes, you'll be able to change the colors, the images, everything on your own. But what I advise, you guys are busy. We are good at design. Go do painting estimates or spray walls or do what you're good at. Let us do the designs. Like You don't have to use the builder. Yeah, and at that was surprising place. to me because I didn't expect that. And then you guys just killed it. So love good. it. Take, take this one. Um, all right. What is the stat on demographic people do or don't pay attention to marketing in the mail? If you ask business owners, they'll tell you like, "Oh, Dave, I don't get the mail. I get it and throw it away." That's because you're a selfish business owner and you think that you're being <laughs> sneaky because you're not being marketed. To you, right? You're That's not normal. Point. When you look at the mail, remember during COVID, and this is one of the beautiful parts of this. Remember when you knew the restaurant the real estate agent, the dentist, the insurance company, like you knew because they were in your mailbox every other week. And those are the people you went to. It wasn't that, oh my God, I got this postcard and I couldn't stop. I couldn't continue my life if I didn't convert on this postcard. That's not it. You're getting it. You're sealing it. You're feeling it. You're touching it. So it's not about, is there a stat on people or demographic that do or don't pay attention to marketing mail? It's, are you applying a cross-channel marketing message to your ideal customer? So it's not like, yeah, people under twenty-five don't pay attention to mail, and people over sixty do. It's are you focusing your marketing dollar to the right customers? To the neighbor? Let me butt in on that. Let, let's
0: you, you mentioned the dentist. Like you guys got to understand because we're in home service, we have like the craziest advantage. The dentist doesn't know. Like, there's no way for the dentist to target in direct mail. Obviously, everyone everyone has teeth, but everyone has a house. So right there, you know, the playing field's even. But the dentist, like, just because Joe had a cavity doesn't mean that his neighbor has a cavity, right? But because Joe got his house painted, two things. Number one, we're constantly competing as neighbors in some some cases, keeping up with the Joneses, you've all heard, all heard that. So you have ego on your side, but you also have, of course, look-alike audience. People that have houses built in the same time, right? We've, we've looked in new construction neighborhoods that paints fading or, you know, um, you see a lot of wood, r- wood rot. Maybe it's by the ocean and, you know, just it's that time, right? You know, no other industry has has the, has that capability. And even you, Jason, being a flooring contractor, if you go in a neighborhood that was just recently built, 90% of the houses have the stock flooring, right? They have carpet and, you know, all these things. So, I mean, again, working in one house where one person starts the trend it's going to be super beneficial for you to capitalize on all those other people that have moved in and want to change their flooring from carpet to LVP because it's going to be cheaper, usually in most cases, to go through you than it is the builder. So I mean, there's just a lot of things there. But remember, you have a strategic advantage being a home service, you know, contractor and doing direct mail than other sectors, lawyers, dentists, all those.
1: I think the biggest thing. Oh, let's go to Sarah. Yeah. I won't, I was just going to kind of regurgitate so Sarah, what I can promise you is that we batch mail every 24 hours here out of Minnesota and that mail will get to Alaska the exact same as if someone sent you anything from Minnesota. So when it's when it's out of our hands, it's in the hands of the postal stream. Being in Alaska, you probably deal with this, unfortunately, more than most people. You're gonna know how long it takes stuff sent from Washington versus Texas versus Florida. What I can say, is that we're closer to Alaska than about 80% of the country from Minnesota. So the idea is like, you will have a good pulse. The best thing we can say, Sarah, get on, add yourself as a contact in your dope account, send yourself a postcard to your house, and you'll see how long it takes to receive it. We're doing something cool with the automations where you'll be able to add yourself to every mailing if you want to so as stuff is sending out you're getting it to your house as well i think that's valuable yeah dude i want to feel it too and touch it and know that what's going on like i'll tell you this we do a lot of testing for postcards and uh in my neighborhood let's just say my neighbors know who my business is more than they did when we moved in
0: love that Yeah, that's crazy (laughs) i love it so i think i think we capped it man this was this was awesome um Sarah says, "Thank you. <laughs> um, this was awesome, um, Dave. Man, thank you so much. Those of you who are not drip jobs users, um, sign up. It's a free trial. Let's get let's get this going and see if it works for you. I think you know this is the strategic advantage you've been looking for for uh, 2023. I think you know if at the end of the year, I'm going to be very critical to report how much traffic came in. And you've got to commit any marketing that you do." and this is my last few words on this is that any marketing that you do, you need to commit to seeing it through, you know, like, again, if you start Facebook ads and you get pissed that, you know, after 30 days, you're not getting results. It takes time to warm up that audience. It takes time for people to see your brand. It takes, it takes time. So in our very quick, you know, very quick society and the way we do things, marketing has never changed. It just takes a little time. So Dig your well before you're thirsty. This is not going to be your breadwinner right off the bat, but it very much could be. I guarantee you that there's no other, and a lot of this is painting contractor. I guarantee you there's no other painting contractor within a 500 mile radius, unless they're on this webinar, that is going to be doing this. Are you going to be the first? So, you know, are we thinking cost or value? Are we looking at dollars in terms of, you know, what you're spending? Are we looking at the investment? And anytime that I've made a decision where I look at the investment first, you know, in any case, I either win or I learn. And in that case, that's what I'm asking you to do. So this is your final push to get going. Dave will probably be the one who helps you with this. If you mean to sign up with drip jobs, I'm probably going to be the one to help you with drip jobs. You're getting in early here. You're going to get the best possible service you can. So take advantage of it. I hope to see some new signups come in. If you want to sign up with drip jobs, it's easy. Just head over to of course, you know, dripjobs.com. Sign up for the 14-day trial. If you're a part of this webinar, I'm going to give you 30 days for free just so you have plenty of time to get all this stuff set up without worrying about paying any money. So you can just go here, start your 14-day free trial. And then after you've done that, I want you to go to dope360.com and I want you to get this account set up. You can sign up uh, with Dave and get the ball rolling. So if you found some value in this, please leave some comments. We'll, we'll read them after the live stream. Any final thoughts for you, Dave? Just
1: Keep getting after it, guys. We're wrapping up a good year in 2022. This time of year, you're going into planning, into strategy. Understand where your jobs are that you're getting leads from and the jobs that are most profitable. Do some analysis around that. Understand, this is where I always kind of like to leave these type of thoughts. When you look at a marketing dollar and you look at ROI, you got to remember... $0.70 of every marketing dollar is on branding, recognition, and trust. And that last $0.30 helps bring home those leads and those conversions. The more money that you invest, getting people to know you, to like you, to trust you, the easier the conversions get. Don't go with the widespread shotgun approach, none of that. Let your data tell the story look in drip jobs, see where you're doing jobs in the most zip codes and focus those marketing dollars where you're already having success.
0: Boom. Love it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you for jumping on on a Tuesday. And uh, maybe you'll see us again together soon. In the meantime, if you want to listen to this, we'll put it on the podcast and uh, you'll be able to watch the replay. See you. Hey, thanks so much for checking out the Contractor Secrets podcast stick around I am going to drop in a short testimonial uh, that one of our awesome heavy hitters in drip jobs uh, had agreed to give out for us so if you want to hear a little bit about how drip jobs is helping contractors stick around uh, for the end of this episode and you can listen in. what's up everyone I'm here with Chris Rodriguez um, he's here to share a little bit about drip jobs and what it's been doing for him um, I'll start off by saying, Just give me some raw, authentic thoughts about it, man. What's it doing for you?
2: Honestly, it's been huge for us. Um, The biggest thing i found is how much free time I've gotten now. Like, it's opened up a lot of time, not only in my business, but in my personal life. So that's been huge with, like, the automation, with follow-ups and things like that. And also on top of that, too, you know, the experience that it gives our customers, you know, how professional it looks from the beginning all the way to the end you know, we, we really pride ourselves in the experience that we give to our customers too. So it's been perfect for us.
0: You getting any feedback from your customers about it?
2: Oh yeah. Tons. Every time, like, I feel like three out of every five customers, you know, come back to us and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe like how professional that was. Or, you yeah. know, you got back to us so quick, like the system's so cool and easy.
0: Yeah. It makes it easy. You know, one thing that we, we try to do is connect you to the customer in a way that we're you almost feel like we work for you, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. how it is, you know, and, uh, you know, that's cool, man. So you have the, uh, so you have the automation set up. What is the, um, you know, what, what is the feedback in terms of the automated drips after you send a proposal out? Right. So like you send a proposal out, drip job shoots out drip messages for the course of like a month. Have you won any jobs from it or people responding to them at the very least? <clears throat> definitely-
2: yeah, I told, I totally have. Um, I've actually It's funny. It works so good that sometimes I forget about jobs that we've sent out and then I get a message back from somebody. I'm like, oh, man, that that was like two weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I found that a lot of uh, people have been responding back. We've been getting a lot more jobs from that. And that's where we really were lacking before drip jobs.
0: When before you signed up for drip jobs, I think you probably heard about it, right? Yeah, it was. There was some apprehension, of course, new software. What is a piece of advice you have to anyone that I show this to or, or put this sound bite into uh, to them? Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they think they have a good system. They're using Joist or uh, some of the other estimating softwares. Yep. What advice you'd give to them?
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was totally me. Um, I was using one of those cheaper softwares. I was on the fence. You know, a little more money, smaller business. You know, do we really need something like that? And I'm in the mindset now that it's the total opposite. Like if you're a smaller business, like you definitely need something like this. That's what I said. Like, yeah, it it definitely, because um, I'm like an owner operator, so I'm still in the field. So it's like almost impossible to work oh. all day and give back to everybody. Yeah, so, you know, implementing this has been huge. It saves so much time for us. Like it, it's a no brainer. I think like if you're on the fence, definitely do it and you'll thank cool. Tanner and yeah. myself later. <laughs>
0: are you sending the uh booking link to people that call you
2: i am now i saw that you did that and i was like
0: oh that button there? you saw we put the button there
2: no i didn't see the button where's the button
0: yeah on the on the app it says new request at the bottom yeah and all you gotta do is tap it punch in the number and it shoots him a text message with your link
2: oh wow see that yeah. that's another thing i love about it too it's like it starts off as a great system, but you keep improving it and it just yeah, gets better bringing, and better and better.
0: Bringing it. And I love that because it's so easy. And, and just for anyone listening, what that does, someone calls you typically like it used to be, all right, what's your first name, last name, email, phone number, address, and you're trying to get all this information. You write it down somewhere, or you type it in your calendar. But now we just give you a link to send them and they fill it out. It goes into jobs in the right spot, creates an appointment request and sends them a text and an email in seconds. And uh, you can get back to doing what you're doing. And you being an owner-operator, right now you're in a vehicle. You're probably going to estimates or checking on a yep. job. Like, you don't have time for all that, man. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Man. I'm, glad it's, it's, I'm glad it's working.
2: Out. Yeah, dude, it, it works so good. I think I, I, when we met at the PCA, I kind of told you, like, I was on vacation with my family, you know, at Disney World, about to get on a ride with my daughter. And two leads came in. Normally, you know, I have to call them back real quick. I got on the ride with her got off and drip jobs already followed up with them and they booked both the appointments, you Oh know?
0: man, that's crazy, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, <like> that <laughs> that time to me is invaluable.
0: That's huge. Cause you would have had to say, hold on, I got to go take care of these leads real quick. Cause you know, you were getting charged for them.
2: Right. And
0: you had to step away from your family in that moment, call them. Now, if they didn't answer, you would have had this feeling like, damn, like I got to now that would have been on your head.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: What well, time I've been there. Um, yep. and then this thing followed up with them instantly customer. It's almost like you had an office admin in the office while you were at Disney.
2: Yep. Exactly. <laughs>
0: so, and, uh, yeah. it was handling business for you and, uh, you didn't yep. have to text her or him to be like, uh, Hey, follow up with that lead.
2: <laughs> yep. Exactly. So that, that right there is just the value is crazy. Thing, like it's priceless. That right
0: there is one of the best testimonials I've ever heard. And I've been doing this sort of system for a while, but when it became drip jobs, that was a good one right there, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. That.
2: No, nah, no problem, man. It's Chris. I love it.
0: <laughs> Thank you, brother, for your support. Anyone listening to this, please take heed to Chris's advice. He was most, in most cases, just like you. I think he has a business breakthrough that you could go listen to on the podcast somewhere. But thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, man.